podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Listeners, welcome to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Pod 180. What? what? I'm sorry. What, what, what? Number is it? It's Pod, pod 180. Yeah. 180! Oh, I knew they were going. I was hoping they weren't going to do that, but never mind. They have. Just, that, yes. The only reason we've carried on doing the pod. <laughs> Does that mean that we don't have to do any more now? Yeah. No. Uh, no. No, this isn't darts. This isn't darts. Isn't it? No. I think that, that really didn't need to be pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's professional of you, but very good. Um, no. Well, well we, if we did, we would obviously be stopping before Palace play in the FA Cup final. I mean, maybe, maybe we should do that. I don't know. But no. Carry on. We've got loads more to do. Excuse the coughing sound effects in the background. That's Mrs. Day. Um, Who's now giving me the worst dirty look of the Evils. Okay, good. Good start to the pod. Yep. Good, smooth. Um, Pod one eighty sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. Okay. Uh, and the Vector and Vector with a K and FYP t-shirt still available for sale. Oh really? So grab the grab on for the FA Cup final. Wear it to Wembley because they look great. Uh, you can go to t-shirtmonster.com forward slash FYP to get those. They've had fourteen weeks. Yeah, if they haven't got them now, they ain't getting them, mate. Yeah, well, they will. Just saying, they will because I'm sure they'll post them. New listeners time. could be new listeners. Yeah, actually, could be new listeners. Yeah, yeah. apologies yeah. to exactly. um, apologies to the yeah. new listeners. Yeah. Welcome on board. Uh, we're also sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Good. Well done. Andy Street did that last week, and um, he did. Yeah, Not it wasn't same. quite the same. No. Well, I got told that he did an impression of me, and the one of them was very good. No, accidentally. Mm. Most of them, I just <laughs> yeah. accidentally. Yeah, yeah, he sounded more like Brian. And he's not very funny, though, is he? <laughs> no. No. Well, he's also not here to defend himself tonight. Oh, really? Just, what a surprise. Just, just <laughs> to the three fair, of us. If he, if he was here, he wouldn't be able to defend himself. No, he wouldn't. Ooh, fighting talk from those two. It's Kevin Day and James Endicott. Yeah. Because yeah. you're outnumbered. And we're tonight. up for it. Youngin. I am outnumbered, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but that's Lame. fine. Prepare yourself. Oh, God. JD. Okay. Okay. He has got a purdy mouth. Oh, purdy. my God. <laughs> Let's look, not start the look, pod in that mode. He's looking kind of swell, Kev. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Let's steer away from that. I need to remind listeners you can rate us on iTunes. Go to Ooh. the iTunes um, rating bit. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Uh, uh, I don't the, know. I've the, got the iTunes. iTunes rankings. Whatever they're called. Anyway, give us a five star rating. Get us up the rankings. Um, also, thanks to everyone that bought a copy of FYP issue forty four. It's it's almost sold out. There's really? like twenty copies left. Well, yeah. I need one because I, I I got given one because I was selling them. And I, I left it under my seat. Oh, the, after, that's a school after, after the, Yeah, I will go, yeah. You sure, you sure you didn't have a check to back of your trousers? <laughs> no, not since Saturday, no. Not okay. since Saturday afternoon, no, I haven't. That was, your, was that your reward for selling them? Yeah. You got a free one? I got a free one, yeah, I know. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. An hour, no, two hours. Two hours in the so baking sunshine. So I was two sunshine. hours in the baking sunshine yeah. on the Holmes Road yeah. selling the fanzines while JD and Street were in a pub. 
Selling, selling fanzines. To be, to be fair, and it, it isn't right that somebody of your coloration should be out in the sun for two hours, but to be fair, <laughs> I was in the pub for a good two and a half hours, and I, he did make one tour of the back bar. Oh, he did? Oh, but my apologies. Not even the whole bar, he went round the pool table. My apologies, Kev. We kind but of half heartedly <coughs> waving it. But sold a lot of copies. Uh, how, many, how many did you sell in the, um, in the pub? Uh, enough. Enough. Okay. Did yeah. you reach double figures, JD? Probably. I don't think you did. Probably. I don't um, think you did. Anyway, I will get you a copy. Thank you so very that much. Means are, that means there are about 19 copies left of the fanzine. <laughs> you can still buy them if you go online to our website, uh, fypfanzine.uk uh, slash podcast. No, that's the podcast. fypfanzine.uk. Oh, God. And uh, click on there. You can buy them directly. Uh, that's it. The first thing I've got to do then before we talk about Palace uh, is announce some winners. Right. Because we've got we had a competition. Uh, on Saturday, which was to win two pairs of tickets to this week's uh, Player of the Year Awards, Ooh. which we'll be talking about later when we ask you guys who you think is going to win uh, that, those awards. That is um, thinking. But joining you, if you're going to that, will be... Can I get a drum roll for these? The winners are... Kimberly Morris. Hey, well well done, Kimberly. Kimberly. Congratulations, Kimberly. We'll Kimberly be, Morris, excellent. We'll be in contact. And, drum roll... Kevin Panther. Oh, Kevin Panther. I Panther. really hope that's his real name. Uh, but either way, he's won anyway. Congratulations. Um, we will be in contact with the two of you. So uh, yeah, and we'll sort out those tickets for you for Thursday. Right, Palace won a game. Wow. Second win in the league in 2016 it must against. Must be really annoying Stoke. if you're a fan of some other teams around the mid-table that to look at the mid-table mid and realise that a team that's just won its second game in 20 has gone above it's you gone above you yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's that happened we're suddenly almost mid-table after winning does that does that prove that we over panicked a little bit a few months ago no no, no I think, not I think, at all I think Alan Pardew clearly made it plain that after the game on Saturday that he realised that there were just reasons for concern I don't think we ever panicked I think I, yeah, I'm naturally pessimistic but no we didn't ever panic the league table we plummeted down the league table it took a while but we did plummet down the league table but we, we, it was good to finish with, at home with the win the atmosphere was fantastic on, on well Saturday. can I ask you one question about the atmosphere yeah uh, slightly negative it was fantastic but slightly negatively at after the, the first, first half one, yeah. there were a few boos from pockets of the and it was just pockets of the main stand and, and the homestead what are your thoughts on that one do you ever are you ever a fan of booing or have you ever booed and two do you think that first half James actually deserved boos oh am I a fan of booing not really um, I, th- I think you've always got to get behind your team I certainly don't think you should be booing after 45 minutes of football yeah now I know that some people say that it wasn't just 45 minutes it was basically since Christmas they were booing mm-hmm. but you've got a team that is mid-table uh, was very unlikely to go down at half time even though we weren't winning uh, in a cup final um, I, th- I thought it was a little harsh I yeah. can understand it but I think it was harsh I think you've got to get if, if you're one of those players you're walking off at half time and people are booing you and you say I've got 45 minutes to go get behind them well people, oh, people oh, tweeting well, us oh, sorry sorry they were tweeting us saying well the players players playing badly they need to know but surely they know anyway I um, I, this has all come as a slight surprise to me because the, the only booing I became aware of somebody told me that the, they were booing Charlie Adam basically for a couple of really harsh tackles, I, I wasn't certainly wasn't aware of any booing where we were. Mm-hmm. So this is it's, this has come as a, a story to me that, mm. that some people were booing Palace off. It, it would have been harsh in any circumstances because the first ten minutes we played actually quite well. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Then Stoke started playing with a little bit of abandon. They're still very physical. They still threw, left a lot of 
left a lot of th- foot in, but they played really well. And Bula was a really good player. They mm-hmm. got some. It was a bit annoying to see Charlie Adam chugging up yeah. <laughs> as fast as he could possibly go because we could see what was happening at the defence couldn't. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I suppose people who booed would put, maybe would be taking the credit for the much improved second half. But um, I would I would like to think they won't. But mm. it certainly that was in that wasn't in keeping with the atmosphere because the atmosphere and as it was very un, it was it was really odd it felt yeah. really odd when mm. it was happening it felt like why are you doing this mm. it didn't really warrant it I know we didn't play that well mm. but the sun was out we got another forty five minutes to go and we we knew we could get back into the game you know mm. yeah. game wasn't over by I mean no if, you, if, you, if you, well, yeah, as we saw subsequently in the last the um, that uh, Southampton under Warnock you know we're after that performance, at, for, at last five minutes, when you're bottom of the league and playing terribly, yeah. I, I never advocate booing, but you could kind of understand why yeah. people might do yeah. that. That feels like everything's falling apart. But half time against Stoke, it wasn't that bad. No, I, th- I think in 40 years, I can remember one or two occasions when an individual player's come in for Steve, but if I ever have booed, it's at the end of the game and it's always towards the manager, not the, yeah, not the, players. Not the players. Because it, and one of the things you can't level at any of the players this season at any time is that they lacked commitment or passion or energy or enthusiasm hmm. and in the past if that has happened you tend to think well that's what to be the manager's fault as well and in the past for you know, most Palace teams have, have had the energy and the commitment hmm. and, but just the manager hasn't been good enough so it, it, that's a very odd thing if people were booing on hmm. it was it was very short sighted I felt as you know you look at that, that game on Saturday now I'm not saying it's an exact replica of our season in reverse but it almost was you know we had a, a terrible first half and a, a lot lot better yeah. second half and the season's been great first half not very good second half yeah. so you know, so but my point is is that things change yeah. things can change especially at half time yeah. Yeah. You know, things always change you know and you just want them to go out and change and you know respect to Pardew and respect to the team they came out all guns blazing and you know and what a difference it was you know and we, sh- we should in theory have won that game I think mm. I mean, you well we did win it but yeah, by more yeah. goals yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I, yeah. I, 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 if we were if Norwich had just won that morning, we were fourth bottom. I could under, I could probably understand it, but given the circumstances, given how, how upbeat everybody was hmm. at the start of the game, I, no, it does. It does. And also, James has hit on a, a really good point there because almost every game this season, well, not all of them, but most of them, something has changed at halftime. Hmm. Yeah. Newcastle yeah. away, we before we were brilliant, and then we were terrible. Yeah. We've had so many games where it has changed at halftime. That you you cannot, I don't think, make up your mind on what's happening after forty five minutes of Palace this season. It's been a theme well, of our season. Also, the thing is, I'd, I'd, if you wanted to be cynical about Pardew, you can't make up your mind about what happened at half time on the basis of a, a, a ball falling to Palace's feet after forty five seconds. It's, yeah, it's almost like the semi final in nineteen ninety. It's just just suddenly a player just decided to put his head down yeah. and just go for it. <coughs> There's nothing tactical changed. Yeah. I mean, Kabai went off with a, a knock or whatever, but it, it just that Balassi woke up and that just woke the whole team up, basically. Referee mm. played a good advantage. On the subject of referee, I thought Mark Hughes' comments afterwards were just oh shameful. My word. And I'm I so shocking. I was really I'm, shocked. I'm really pleased. I was genuinely surprised to read his comments and I was with a mate, more of which later, who just couldn't believe it. He's a neutral. I'm really pleased that the press and the pundits didn't pick up on Hughes' comments because they were... I mean, I know you have to protect your team and I know you have to find excuses, but they were dirty, Stoke. I mean, Anatovic just was leaving the elbow in all the time. Charlie Adam, you know, he said he took Charlie Adam off because he was worried he would get us a red card. Rightly so. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they were. I know there were some robust challenges going in for me beside, but properly robust. But they went two or three of their players went above that. Sure, it was like well. back to Stoke of the old days a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and sure, and him saying that it wasn't the free kick on Gale. A, it was a clear free kick. Oh, it was ridiculous. B, <laughs> yeah. B, there's an argument that should have been a straight red card. Yeah, yeah. because if he, hadn't, if he hadn't pushed Gale, Gale was through, and it was a clear goal scoring opportunity. So, yeah. for him to say that wasn't a free kick was just Hughes has got a form of doing that though. I think he's one of these managers yeah, that, that likes to talk rubbish after game, trying to deflect yeah. away from. It was a non-game for them as well, you know. Yeah, so well, he, had to, he had to say something, you know. Well, I think he was a bit upset because I know he, he, he made a lot of effort to say, well, we didn't lack energy or commitment. But that second half, once we'd scored, that was yeah. pretty much. Yeah. They, they did pretty much lack energy and commitment. They woke up only at the end because we got a bit slack and a bit tired. Well, not yeah. tired necessarily, but a bit slack three or four minutes from the end. And they mm. had yeah. two yeah. chances out of nothing. Yeah, they yeah. had two chances out of nothing, basically. But for most of that second half, we were much the better team. And we. The five minutes after we scored the first goal, was some really good football. Gales flicked to to, uh, to punch. punch in. Yeah, the, the cross from Sacco. Uh, I thought Sacco had a really good game, especially the second half. Can well, can I talk talking about Sacco, Gale? Then? Sorry, Suarez. Sorry, Suarez. Yeah, Suarez did have a good game. Um, well, the whole I thought the whole back four. Yeah, Awardy yeah. had a better game, I think, yeah, than he has yeah, done in recent yeah. weeks. Um, Dwight Gale. Then it, we we come back to this so many times in this podcast because he'll pop up now and then, scores a goal, scores a brace against Stoke. What do you do with Dwight Gale? How do you fit him in? Is him and Wickham, which it looked like it was sort of a four-four-two at the weekend, wasn't it? Sort of. Mm, it wasn't so much in the first half. half. First half. The first half, he was he was out on the wing a little yeah. bit more. He was out. He was out. Okay. He was drifting and didn't really have the. He was playing well, but didn't have the impact on the game yeah. that he had. In the so, do we half. think him and Wickham in more of a four-four-two might be the way forward? The, the conversation with Gale. Gale, uh, unless somebody goes mental on Sunday, Gale's going to end up being our top scorer in all competitions for the third season running and Gale played very well on uh, Saturday especially in the second half and Gale scored two really good goals and we probably wouldn't have this conversation if we thought Zahar was going to be fit for the final I think the only and I'm slightly worried that one of the reasons that do Palace, we not? I think one of the reasons that Palace are talking Gale up so much that he's got every chance of playing is that they, they think Zahar might not because really? yeah he's, he hasn't trained it's it's not it's he's not being kept off the pitch for protection's sake. He's got a, he's got an injury that's not looking particularly good, and I think the, the way Gale's being talked up is because of that because let's face it, we said this after the game. If if he wouldn't be in, Gale wouldn't be in anybody's starting lineup, no matter how well he played, yeah. and we know that Pardew wouldn't pick. We know that if they're all fit, it's going to be Balassie, Zaha, yeah. and Wickham. Mm-hmm. With Gale maybe as and as it happens, you look at Man United on Saturday, and they look without. Rashford and, and Martial they've got no pace at all they look no. slow and stale and there's a logic for playing Gale but there's been a logic for playing Gale in a lot of games Yeah, and he doesn't do it and I've got I, I've got no doubt that Gale won't won't start we'll if, start if Zaha's, Zaha's, Zaha's fit so yeah, does it I then mean, it's does, brilliant that he's coming into form at, at the right time does it need to be switched around then if you are going to go with Gale and no Zaha does it need to be tinkered a bit so the formation suits Gale a bit more yes and I think oh absolutely and I think Gale would argue that that should have happened Already, mm. to be yeah. perfectly honest, because what, uh, what what more can he do except be the top scorer? And, yeah. and he is the, he is the most natural finisher we've got at the club. Yeah, and we do, we know that four four two has worked for other teams. So it, from Gale's point of view, I don't see what else he can do. And I, I thought it was really interesting because even when he went to take the free kick, there were people around me going, "Oh, what's don't let him take the free kick?" Mm. Mm. Even though from our angle, it looked like the keeper was doing a full blown Hennessy and, and actually inching <laughs> over there. The keeper was shocking for that. Free yeah, kick. yeah, he was, and, and also the, the bloke coming out the wall. But still, you know, punching 
let him take it and, yeah. he the, and he had the confidence to take it well imagine if Hennessy had let that free kick in yeah well, it would well, that be yeah. the theme of the pod wouldn't it yeah, we'd be talking that, about that doubt. Yeah. Um, but Hennessy by the way made a really good save just before the one on one scored the one on one was a really good save that was a good save yeah. and then I thought second half in particular when Stoke did wake up and throw some long balls in I thought Hennessy dealt with them yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean he made you could argue possibly uh, for the chance Nantovic missed Maybe off oh, his yeah, line so a bit quick, just, possibly. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, the Delaney, had, Delaney had tried to chest it in the yeah, centre of the park yeah. and, and lost out. So it's yeah, kind of back, a, back to Gale. I mean, I think it's brilliant that Gale's on such a good form. And, and I said the mate that I was with on Saturday thought he thought Gale was the best player on the pitch by a long, long way. Hmm. But I do, I am slightly worried that we're, he's being talked up because. I think there's a chance he might have to start. But, uh, but do you think that's a worry because Gale's going to start, or worry that Zaha's not going to start? If yeah, the latter. I think one of the ways to beat Man United, <coughs> excuse me, is to not have a cough, yeah, and to um, have the pace, which you got blastings out. So you know, yeah. Well, also the ways that was really interesting. I think just after they scored, Gale burst through, and he's got the pace. Yeah, his control under pace isn't fantastic. No, he can't carry the ball. Wilf, Wilf and Balassi can carry the ball. Mm. Yeah make yardage whatever you want to call it and especially at Wembley we saw at Watford what, what Wilf could do and yeah. he, he can pick the ball up really deep take a lot of defenders with him in a way that Balassi did as well and, and Gale for all his strengths can't do that Gale's a natural finisher a natural poacher and he should be playing much further up the pitch it's like you, I don't like Gale seeing Gale come to the halfway line and pick no. the ball up I know no. he's got to be visi- visibly mm. seen to be working but he was when he was second half yeah. when he was playing on sort of uh, the, the, the shoulder of the defender he was doing that he was sort of running the channels and pressing the defence yeah, I don't mind him running, si- running sideways yeah, exactly, I, want exactly. to see, I want to see him running sideways all exactly. the time but it's, it's when he's dropping deep to pick the ball up because he wants to be seen yeah. uh, which is what got him sent off against West Ham mm. West Ham That's you almost feel a bit like when Gale plays the team basically needs to be set up for him it, you sort of take it takes away from Punch or Wilfred yeah, whatever. I think it needs to be set up for Gale. Not set up for him, but he he plays better in a certain in a, in a certain role, doesn't he? Hmm. You know, he's 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 just got he's he's got energy. He's got a lot of energy. I think I think also on Saturday he was really playing for his cup final place as well. Let's hmm. be honest. I mean, he was definitely playing for it, and you know, and and, and so he should be. Hmm. You know, and as Kev said. It's going to be if Wilf is. But I, I do agree with Kev. If, if Wilf is fit, Wilf will play over. Yeah, Gale. I think we'd all pick Wilf. Oh yeah, I think we. Will. Not that it's a life for life. Yeah, but no, no, no. But no, I, yeah. I think the other thing as well is I, I'm sure that that Gale would argue that he should be in instead of Wickham, because I don't. For all the talk of four for two, so much of the the ball that Gale got wasn't from Wickham. I can't recall one instance of Wickham winning a flick no. for Gale to run onto. Certainly, there are times of Wickham when he's back to goal. He was playing Wicker, uh, playing mm. Gale in, but. For the most part, it was Punching and Kabayi were looking to play hmm. Gerlin. So, but you I don't w- think there's any option. There's, I don't think there's any option that Pardew will start with a a four four two. But you wouldn't want Gale up top on his own, would you? With part of a three. I think he. I think. Well, I think you play, if you play him, you play him as a striker. That's that's. Hmm. I think he needs. I, even, he I, even though you're right, it doesn't work on the wing. No, I agree. But even I agree. Second half, you. you, you there's a really good analysis of his goal on match today I think on Sunday night uh, Saturday night when they showed how close he was to, to Balassi and then pulled off yeah. towards him but if, mm. if he'd been he wouldn't have come in from the wing no exactly so he wouldn't have been in the box to score that goal <coughs> no, the first he needs half, to he be the shoulder of the defender doesn't he he needs to be yeah, yeah. Far, but, but, I think, but in the middle not on the yeah I totally agree on the in the middle but I think I know you're I think I, I agree with you about Wickham he and Wickham there wasn't 
wasn't quite that connection maybe we'd have thought thought there we hope there'd be big man little man we were kind of yeah. assume that might work yeah. but I do think that even just the presence of Wickham up front probably unsettles defenders a bit or takes drags them away a little bit and gives Gale some space I think he needs a foil up top if that makes sense even if they're not directly yeah, but it, linking yeah, but the trouble is five doesn't go into four so it comes yeah. back to the argument we had at the start that if Zahar and Balassi are fit hmm. Gale's not starting full stop because he's not he's dropping not, he's not going to start he's not dropping punching no no I wouldn't I wouldn't no. I, if Balassi so is not to answer your own question yes, then but, Gale won't be starting at Wimbledon but a good podcast host just brings it back yes, full circle so that's yeah. for now okay well okay last question on Gale then would you keep him this summer oh yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely without a doubt yeah because I, I think I, I think it's really interesting that Pardew's been honest enough to admit that Gale's been knocking on the door and that he was very close to going to Bristol City and I think Pardew was kind of hinting that it was Parrish who wanted Gale to stay and that mm. Pardew would have been all right of him going. Um, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we want to be a better team next season, Gale's the sort of player you want in your squad because he can score at Premier League level. If you want to be a better team next season, Gale's not the sort of player you want to be starting every week. I, I totally agree with Kevin. It's We've talked about it being a squad game so many times on this pod and Gale is somebody you want yeah. and need in your squad but do we need do we need an, another striker or different options because oh, if Gale's, we need if Gale's not scorer. a starter but he's still your top goal scorer then something's not right well Pardew said uh, and again I, I, he only said he definitely said it I know he said it I can't remember exactly where he said it but somebody else confirmed Pardew said afterwards that next season they had, they had four targets already and they were the four players they were going for, and there were four really good players. And one of them's got to be a striker. And I know every, every team in the Premier League is saying that, mm. from Man United downwards, basically, one of them's got to be a striker. But we need somebody... We who need will... somebody who's going to be scoring over 15 goals. Yeah. We need some, I mean, you know, yeah. you, I mean that is a fact. Yeah, you and, and then yeah. that striker will then hopefully mean that Wickham and Gale will, will score more goals because we'll get the sort of striker that you can play in three or four different systems. Mm. Do, do we have anyone in the squad at the moment that can score 15 goals? No. no. <laughs> not at the moment, I don't think. Well, I mean, that's a difficult question because you you would imagine that not a lot of Leicester fans... I mean, certainly Harry two seasons ago, Harry Tottenham fans wouldn't have said Kane could score that many that's goals. True. Or Leicester fans wouldn't have said it about Vardy. But I think it, it's it's possible with a bit of confidence. Another year's experience, you don't know. But I, my instinct is that... No, is my. I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying. But my instinct is no. I, th- I do think there are more goals to come from. From and if you sort of extrapolate Gale's record up of goals to games, yeah, he would argue that if he started every game, he'd score more goals. But he hasn't always. I think there's a lot of players in the squad. There's more to come from. Punch should be scoring more goals. Yeah. Balassi should probably be scoring some more goals. Wickham should be scoring. Kabai, Wickham, all of those should be. It's, it's a hard, but the thing is with Balassi the age thing with Blassie worries me a little bit because I how old is he? 27 27 right. which is not old of course no, it's not no, old but no. I, I, I just think Blassie's out of all the players we've got and I don't want to lose Blassie's I love him but he'd be the one I'd least worry about if we could get a lot of money for him right? because yeah. I don't think Blassie's going to be better than he is yeah. now I think I, he's I, very I very good now but I think, Zaha, I think Zaha's still got improvement to come so yeah. has Gale so has Wickham yeah. they've all got a lot to learn I think Blassie it's had a brilliant Palace career and I hope he continues to do so but I think we know what he can do now yeah. Yeah. and if, if we know what he can do then yeah. the opposition should yeah. and, and I, I, I think what's interesting about the goal the first goal on Saturday is that had that been a game that Stoke needed points from I don't think he would have got that far 
Possibly not. Yeah. I think he would have been taken out, as he nearly was twice. Yeah. Just two of those lunges at him were pretty poor. But I think a, if it hadn't fallen to go, would that have been a penalty? Yeah, the ref said afterwards yeah, he, played, he played advantage. So he, was, he was going to give a penalty. Right. So. Okay. Um, I want to wrap up then part one then. With Before the, we wrap up, I just want to say one thing. Well, not yet. I've got more to talk about. But, oh, okay. but go for it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to wrap up. Yeah, he did. I was going to wrap up, wrap up with yeah. and I was going to ask oh, a question. No, you but no that, go for it. You no, go no, for no, it. We'll keep it. Wrap up with. We'll keep it. But, no, but I might forget. You might forget. We both might forget what your point was. What I wanted to say to... I took my mate on Saturday. He's a very good mate and he also runs a local off-licence, which is how I become a good mate. First night we moved in here two and a half years ago, I went down there. We've been mates ever since. Came do you as seen most days, do you? Yeah. I see him a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah two or three times a day, funny enough. He phones up, if, I, if, and if he doesn't see me, he wonders where I am. Yeah. It's really nice, I don't need social services. He'll come knocking on the door. <laughs> and he'll say, get away, he's, he's seen you enough. <laughs> but he's, he came to this country when he was 16. He was sent away from uh, war in his own country. And he loves he loves England, full stop. Mm. He thinks the people of England are the most generous people. Were. It's a massive Man United fan. On, on Saturday, I've never been more proud of my club than I was on... Saturday because we all think that we every football fan thinks they support the best club in the world and the best fans but sometimes it's only when you see it through a stranger's eyes that you realise what good what a good club we are as well because it's one of those days I had to take I had to take him with me all over the place so he was in the Paulson's arms which he loved uh, he was on the pitch he was in the boardroom he was all over the ground every, everywhere he went and he wasn't always with me but everyone was just really friendly to right. him and I made sure I introduced him as a Man United fan I wanted him to know that people wouldn't it mm. wouldn't bother him and he was just so overwhelmed at the end of the game with everybody's everybody's kindness mm-hmm. and it's something when you see it through his eyes you think yeah our fans are brilliant mm-hmm. and also yeah. the other thing as well he just he grew up watching Premier League football in Eritrea that classic almost a cliche just mm. like one telly in a tiny bar and he gets yeah. emotional about being at a Premier League football ground yeah, anyway yeah. But for him to be on the pitch and just he loved the pub, he loved everything, and also the atmosphere because Saturday's atmosphere was brilliant. Yeah, it was a brilliant atmosphere, Saturday. and he was just caught up in it. So I, I just want to say thank you to all the Palace fans involved. So is, he, is he a Palace fan now? He's, he'll always be a Man United fan, yeah. and rightly so. But he's like he's, he's got a soft spot, yeah, massive soft spot for Palace yeah. now. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. was better, wasn't it? Was it was it, it purely was. being in the FA Cup final? I think, or, or I think it's what? got a lot to do I with it. James, yeah. I, I think so. I wondered if it's end of season, but I think it. Must I think, have it, was, been I think it was that. It was yeah. a nice day. Sunny day. It was a sunny day. It was the last home game FYP of the season. On sale, you know. FYP on sale. JD in the pub, not selling them. Yeah, yeah all those yeah. sort of things. Yeah. Stoke yeah. fans making a bit of noise as well. Yeah, yeah, that sort of feel good end of season factor. Yeah, and it was made even. More feel good by Pardew at the end with his yeah. comments about comments about the fact being that a what a difficult, life, yeah. difficult, what a difficult job it is becoming yeah. a footballer. Because I was right near the pitch at the time, it was just wonderful. The three second delay, as I thought for a moment, oh, he's got away with that, and then suddenly 24,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, those, blo- those millionaires lying in the sun there. Yeah, yeah. those That'd people. Be tough. Those, you mean yeah. them? Um, okay, I, I did want to, and that's a good part to end part one, but what I did want to ask about quickly, uh, quickly was uh, James MacArthur. Mm. Who yes. started? And I thought I had a, I thought to be honest, was our man of the match. Yeah. Really pushed Gale for man of the match. Brilliant. Would you guys start? I mean, we said before you think he won't start in a cup final, but would you guys start him because he I'd, brings I'd, so much, doesn't he? I, I almost well during the game because I, I watched from the it's the first time this season. I've, well, since very early on this season, I've watched from the Stanley Stevenson, so quite low down, and you really get a sense of how much, what a shift he puts in. Mm. And not just he just wins it and then gives it and it's again it's because so we talk you see Imbula is much more noticeable because he's like Kante he's just he's just up and down mm. between the, between the boxes constant movement constant energy and, and, and he, but with MacArthur it's just 
he covers more ground because he's all over but his tackling was, he's obviously fully fit he looks a lot fitter he, than yeah and he yeah. looks like he's lost he a looks, bit of weight like yes, um, he does he looks amazing and I really had to really he looks like I look in the mirror yeah. hair looks good yeah but funny enough in the pub afterwards I, I, and I was I, I really had to really, maybe against I think it comes down to whether I still would rather see Jedi start if Fellaini started for them yeah but I think MacArthur would be She'd be hard to drop, I think. Very on that, hard, very hard. On that performance. But I think, you know, Wembley, Wembley, especially for, for ladies, you, you need some, you need some bite. Some yeah. brute. But yeah, I mean, he, he, he has it, and he's got, he's got, I think he's got, he's obviously got a little extra that, that Jedi hasn't got. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough one. But it's, I, I think he played for Wigan in the cup final, didn't he? I think so. So, which I think it, so. It, I mean, so that, again, that experience... Having somebody in the dressing room who's won mm. a cup final. I mean, all they having said that, they've all won the semi-final. But yeah, I think I think what's brilliant is that we're going into the final. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Notwithstanding what happens at Southampton, I think we spent most of the season not having any choices, and we might be going into the most important game of the season for the first time with Pardew having decisions, score decisions to make, yeah. and every the decisions you want, which will then mean, of course, that the substitutes are that much stronger because yeah. You're well, like if you've got if you're in a cup final, you've got MacArthur and Gale to come off the bench. I mean, uh, yeah, fantastic I, I think the other thing as well is that you probably MacArthur. I don't know. I think MacArthur coming off the bench would be more effective than than Jedi coming. Oh, without off the bench. Doubt. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Also, the other problem as well is Ledley's injury. <coughs> you know, not wasn't and we went through three midfield players on oh yeah on Saturday any update on Kabai five minutes not brilliant but it's no. Ledley's didn't look good Ledley couldn't no. come out for the lap of honour no could really he? No. such was the injury yeah so but Kabai's alright I think Kabai's is a stray but he's not okay. I don't think there's any hint that he'll miss the final good okay that's good news um, he got he got very feisty with Anatovic and Charlie Adams as well he, yeah. he has that yeah but you know those players are going to do that you know those players are going to wind him up well I thought he was going to get a yellow card and impossibly because he kept coming back at the ref after one and because Delaney tried up about thirty yards to, to yeah. pull him mm. off at one stage, sorry, to separate him at some stage. Uh, we've been, we've got for a whole season without that, that coming up. Without <laughs> <laughs> that coming up, eh? Oh, okay. Well, eighty. Eighty pod. Well, speaking of Kabai and, and MacArthur and Wilf, um, <laughs> we do have Player of the Year award coming up uh, this week. Obviously, we're giving away tickets for it. And in part two, I'm going to be asking you guys what your thoughts are on no, Player of the Year and who should win. Uh, that will be coming right after this break. Uh, welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Hey. What number is it? Pod 180. Whoa! Whoa. 180! Good. Uh, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and it's Vector Weather. Okay. okay. And JCIS Global Research and Brand Consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. I like the way he went South London then. South London. South yes. London. As East London as the bloke on Sky doing the advert about... West Ham's last game. West Ham's last, last game. See, apparently they've sold 52,000 season I tickets. Know, that can't be right. That's well, a typo. Which no, they, they have sold 50, well, sold stroke, given away stroke. 50,000 season away. tickets. Given away. That's crazy. Second highest number in the country now after Man United. That is crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lots of fans at one stadium, Palace obviously going to the FA Cup final. Ooh, um, he's good, he's uh, good. On the way down here, I was checking on Twitter, have you seen um, the club are releasing some T-shirts, FA Cup final T-shirts with uh, Wembley in red and blue? You know, like after they paint, after the semi when they painted the, yeah, yeah. what's oh, yeah. it called, the bud thing, and it's got the that paint Wembley red and blue, quite nice T-shirts. So, oh, you're not gonna so, so, so they're giving those away, yeah. are they? 
or selling them? I think they're selling them. Of yeah, course they are. I think they're selling them. But anyway, I thought they looked nice. So, um, I so think are you going to buy one? I probably will, yeah. I don't often buy merch, but I think I will. Well, you, um, you haven't bought the five-year plan one that you've been advertising no. for the last 14 yeah, weeks. Well, I, didn't, I didn't buy that, but I wear it now and then. I mean, I'm not now, but... You know, sometimes. You've got a QPR shirt on for some reason. Really? Why are you wearing a QPR shirt? <laughs> How dare you? Thank God I'm tweeting a photo out later. Um, I think those, so I think those Difficult Fun t-shirts are on sale. I just thought I'd mention that. Apparently the HF have got something spectacular happening as well. Display-wise? Display-wise, yeah. Mm, good. Ooh. It's going to be a good day. And judging by Pardew's reaction to them, it might be his face. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> our friends in the corner. He loves them, He does he? love them, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, the rest yeah. of you are quite good, but our friends yeah, in the corner. Oh, that friend in the corner. They just make it, don't they? If it yeah. wasn't for them, where would we be? Yeah... Which is no, they true. Are great. Well, they, they are, are great. They are great. They are fantastic. Here, but no, they are great. But there's the rest of the great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we're far too busy working hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. I mean, let's fake. I mean, the cheek, I was thinking that last night after coming off stage, 20 minutes work a week. Yeah, it's they, don't know, they really don't know how hard. <laughs> Talk about it being hard work. Those records that you spin. I know. Those records that I play, yeah. Four or five gigs a night you go to for nothing. That's right. hard work, isn't it? It's really hard work. He Speaking has to do a podcast. Once a week. After yeah. a hard day of his personal trainer, that's hard work. Once, uh, once a week. Um, right, speaking of hard work, six players have been nominated for Palace Player of the Year. I mean, that is a tenuous league. Well, it's hard work to find six, is that what you're saying? No, I meant as in players that are working hard oh, on the pitch. Oh, but okay. to be honest, it was, I, I admit that was, that was a loose one. Um, do you want to know what the nominees are? Yes, please. Yeah, go on, yeah. Scott Dan. Ooh. As I'm hosting it, it might be useful to know. <laughs> Scott Dan, Wilf Zaha. Mm, yeah, no surprise in those Connor, two. Connor Wickham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yannick Balassi. Mm-hmm. Johan Kabay. James MacArthur. Who's played about a nanosecond all season. Well, three of them have had a big mm. chunks of the There's season. There's been a few. Year, no, yeah, the only ones that have really played all season is Wilf and, and Scott Dan. Scott Dan, Scott I think. Dan. Who I suspect, do you got? I I'd be amazed if the winner didn't come from Scott Dan or Wilf Zaha. Right. To be perfectly honest. Well, you, uh, you've uh, got you've got your dependable defender there, and, yeah. you, and you've got your exciting striker. Yeah, and I think as well, I think winger, winger, same Sorry. same thing in, the, I, I, in the, I, I, my book, right? I think the player of the year should be somebody who's and played, who's played most yeah. of the season and, and been lucky enough to, you know, and it's not through any fault of their own. The others that have missed a big chunk of the season. I mean, we jokingly said that Yannick Balassi was proving how good he was each week he missed, but. I'm not I, sure that Yannick's done enough. I tell you what, I am surprised about. I'm surprised about that we're not here, especially after the first couple of months of the season, saying it was going to be um, Kabai winning it without a doubt. Because I think we all thought he would. Yeah. After his initial burst of, yes, yeah, I yeah. think you know his initial few games, and we're all, we're also very excited he was here, and he played really well. And then he's you know he has been, it's not been himself, has he? Well, I think some of us thought before even the ball was kicked that we we just assumed yeah, Kabai was, was assumed, going to be yeah, player well, of the I year. Think but, we, I, I, and, I, know, I did. Uh, yeah. No, he's not. It's interesting. We've talked about all sorts of reasons and excuses he mm. he may have for that because we wondered whether France had told him he wasn't going to the yeah, Euros for yeah. a stop or just whether... He hasn't looked... He just hasn't looked as fit as he looked at the start of the mm, season, to no. be perfectly honest. It's funny you guys mentioned Kabai because we've had a lot of questions this week about Kabai, actually. And uh, one of them is from... Is, is he going to say Kabai? Yeah. Well, that's... Actually, that's none of those questions related to that. But one of them from CPSC Therapy... That's what I need. I think it's an account we (laughs) We all need to follow. Says, are we a better team without Kabai in it? He did go off at half-time, didn't he, against Stoke? He did. He did go off at half-time. I think judging it on the end of season game against Stoke isn't isn't the way to do it. Potentially, we've always got to be a better team with Kabai in it, surely. 
you'd imagine, but, even if it's yeah, not no, always I agree, the but case. I think if he's not on the boil, he can bring the team down a little bit. Not bring them down, but you can't elevate them. Yes, I, I I agree, and I mean so maybe that discussion we had about McArthur in the first half, maybe McArthur and Jednak, because McArthur and Gabay are quite similar players. Yes, in a way, arguably McArthur, maybe maybe not quite as good a passer as Gabay, but he's certainly more proactive and more mm. dynamic. And Kibai, has Gabay not been as quite as good as you thought he might be this season? No, I, I think that's. It's been. We've had this discussion before. He's been. Diff- he hasn't been as good as I thought he would be because he hasn't played where I thought he would be. And yeah. apparently, I'm one of those naive people who I've been told several times that I'm naive for expecting him to play further forward, mm-hmm. and not realising that we'd bought a very good screen for the back four, which he was fantastic. So no, I don't think he has been. It personally, not as good as we thought he would be. He's been. Used differently, so I think that'd be unfair to judge. There are. That. Can I throw? Can I do an Andy Street and throw you some stats? Because there are stats to back exactly that up, which is, and this is, these have been tweeted by uh, Samuel Jordan, who does the um, Twitter account at right. Palace. Samuel. That uh, he is at the club. He is top for number of interceptions, number of tackles, number of passes, also number of chances, uh, and then sorry, second for number of chances created, fifty, and number of touches. So he's topping a lot of the rankings for not just defensive stuff, but also attacking as well. But we all know football's not not about stats. But they play a part. They play a part. Not as big as people like you like like to think. The, the people passing, like me. The party, yeah. I mean, the interception and tackles exactly. one was quite big news at the start of the season when he seemed to have a lot more energy. There. But the passing one's interesting because I'm not saying I'm surprised by him that he's the top passer, but because his passes aren't visibly. What we haven't had for him that I think we thought we might get even from deep is those killer through balls, mm-hmm. yeah. the killer over the top pass, even the sort of 10, 12 yard pass through to punch and running on. He's been effective and efficient rather than game changing. He's very good at passing the ball. He'll pass it within the little areas in, he'll pass it to yeah. so and so, get it back, pass it there, pass it back, and he'll, 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 he'll be there, pass it around shortly, he'll pass it. Yeah. I think what Kev's saying, and I totally agree with him. We're missing that where it completely splits defence open, yeah. where it goes over the but top. Maybe we shouldn't classic. have been expecting that. Well, well, obviously, no, obviously we shouldn't well, have been. He's got that in his game. I think. I think where he is good, James is right. If there's a period of chaos in the game, he's one of the few players we've got who is happy with the ball. He will go and get the ball. Yeah. He will settle yeah. everything down, hmm. and he'll make sure he'll make sure we keep the ball for. But the odd thing about that is that I thought that we started to be less effective in the first half when we tried to play a bit of possession football. It's just hmm. not. It's not really us. And in the no. second half, when we started to get the ball forward much more quickly and things were happening, and it wasn't long ball, but things were happening in three or four touches. Mm. You know, this part the really nice pass out to Soiree, cross comes in, that little move between Gale and Punch and like mm. three or four sharp passes. When we slow it down, when we try and... It just gives... We haven't got that pace up front to... Even with Gale there, it gives the other teams back four, back five, too much time to, to, to set themselves. We mm. need to do things quicker and sometimes goodbye, I think... And I'm not saying in the future I wouldn't like to see us being a brilliant possession football team. It would be a change, but it's, mm. but at the moment, I think Kabai sometimes has slowed things down a little bit. His instinct is, is to look for the side pass or the mm. back pass rather than the forward pass. Yeah. But again, you, you don't know what he's instructed to. I mean, I, I'm a little... Put it this way, I don't think he's going to improve the season anyway. No, <laughs> I... I yeah, and to be, to be, yeah, to be honest, I don't think he'd be particularly shocked if he wasn't nominated, mm. to be perfectly honest. I think... I, I, I imagine the management of the club are delighted he has been. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any indication that he's going anywhere either, to be perfectly honest. Because mm. um, from what I can gather, he's happy. And 
he's certainly a player that you would want in your first team next season with Definitely. with better players around him because I mean arguably I think the squad that he played in at Newcastle in the season that he was really good was probably a, a, a better squad than ours mm-hmm. with, thought, with three or four better players and I think if he's got proven Premier League quality around him I think we'll see a different mm. a different Kabai and from what I can gather, it was his decision. He wanted to play deeper than we expected him yeah. right. to play. So Kabai, obviously, you, you guys wouldn't vote for Kabai for a player. No, here. no. I would, I would. But, I'm, but I'm, as I say, if you'd have asked me in yes. September, October, okay. I would have said yes. My, what, choice. my choice would be would, would be Dan or Zaha, and I'd probably lean towards okay. Dan. I think I was going to try and go through the players and ask you questions related to them from Twitter, but um, you just said Dan now, so I. Well, no, it's well, my opinion, but I mean, I, to be I honest, think, I, I think if, sure. it's, if it's a public vote, you know, you're more likely to go towards Zahar because he's got that element of surprise and he's exciting. It's what you want when you pay your your money to go and see football. Yes, you want your team to win, but you want to see something exciting. It is a public vote, and, and it's a public vote. So, yeah. I, you know, I yes, I think Dan has been possibly maybe the most consistent player all season. One or two ups and downs, but who we're all yeah. the team have this season? I think he's an amazing. I don't think he's been given the recognition maybe that he should have done mm-hmm. outside yeah. of Crystal Palace mm-hmm. with England. Whereas yeah, yeah, with, I, England, yeah. with England at all. So I guess if he does get the nod, that I think that's really good for him. I know if he'll make people realise outside of the game that outside of Crystal Palace within the game that he's as good as he is. But Wilf is probably probably get it because. We all like a bit of excitement in our lives. Well, no, also, I do. it's because Wilf, it's more noticeable, isn't it, what Wilf yeah. does? He, he, he does get you off your seat, and, he, and he's had some really good games recently as well, certainly in the cup run. So. But he's also a Players' Player of the Year this year. It'll be interesting to see who the mm. players vote for, because I, I would possibly suspect that a defender's more likely to win I'd that. I'd probably say someone like Delaney will probably get yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that don't be Because I, he, yeah. I just get the impression he's, he, yeah. gets, he gets the boys going, doesn't he? Yeah. So, um, who goes... You said who you think will win. So who, who would you guys vote for? Well, who else on the list? I would vote for Scott Dan. Wickham. I don't think Wickham will get there because yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't scored Wickham, goals. Yannick and MacArthur are the Yannick, other players. Yannick, same as Will. Yannick was... Yannick was I think Yannick's done, Yannick's done what he's done every season. Yeah. Basically. I think Wickham, there was that little... If, if perhaps Wickham had stayed fit when he scored the goals at Sunderland and, yeah. and uh, West Brom, West Brom yeah. and scored six or seven more, mm. then he would probably walk away with it. And... And it may be that the semi-final goal factor will will, will kick in, but I'd, I would I would probably vote for Scott Dan. I would say. Okay. But I, I, You'd I vote for Wilf. I, 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 yeah. I think Wilf would win it. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would vote for Wilf, but probably Scott Dan will win it. <laughs> so c- can we just find a really large fence for me and Kev to yeah. sit on, please? What I'd really like to see happen, just to annoy Andy Street, if we could Photoshop a picture of Wayne Hennessy holding <laughs> the Player of the Year trophy. Yes. I think that can be done. Yes. yes. I think that can definitely be done. Yes. Um, I personally what would, a wonderful idea yeah or it just to, to please Andy Street we have a save of the year competition and Julian wins it yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one game of man yeah. uh, I think I'd go for Wilf as well I think would you? but it'd be close I think it's likely to be close between him and well, Dan I, was, I mean you've got you've got an indication of the way the fans might vote because the fanatics gave Wilf their player yeah. of the year on, and there's been a lot of I've seen a lot of people on Twitter I think when you vote I haven't actually voted yet but I think when you vote you, you can then put on Twitter who you voted for yeah. and I've seen loads of people saying I'm voting for Wilf Zaha for player right. of the year so oh, okay. well, not so that scientific be, way of doing it, it especially because you do follow Wilf and his family don't you so maybe yeah. He would be a deserving winner. <laughs> them, you're losing their tweets. Uh, yeah, yeah, he would okay. be a deserving winner. It's Absolutely. Just, sometimes they do yeah. get more attention than. Okay, we had a question about Yannick, which I was trying to squeeze in there, but I, um, I forgot. Uh, from Danny Sproul. Hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Danny. He says there's rumours of a Leicester swoop 
for Balassi. What price would you sell him for? I've, I've not heard that. Um, there's going to be room. Leicester are going to be linked with every club, every player in the world, basically. Ever. ever. And I, it's really interesting. I was talking to a Celtic player last week who just said it'd be, it'd be really interesting to see how good some of those Leicester players are in other teams because his theories they won't be. Yannick, he would be ideal for that. I mean, he would fit right into that work ethic, mm, mm. straight ahead, put your head down, get forward time. Mm, yeah. I'd, uh, Tottenham's the one that's always linked with, with Yannick. I can't I, see I don't, Tottenham team now, though. I, it doesn't seem to me that there's the same buzz about Yannick as, that as there was this time last season. When <clears throat> I think this time last season we were talking about getting 20, 25 million for him. I think... We if, won't get that. If we could get 15 million for Yannick... Do you think a difference will be if... Okay. Depends who we buy, obviously, as well. When we, yeah. win, when we win the World Cup, or, or even the FA Cup, wow. or when we win the FA Cup, and we're, all, and we're going to be in Europe, I think that will that may let people... He might decide to stay. It's a factor. Yeah. European football, and I hate to bring it up at this point. But. Well, to see, the thing is, what you'd, what you'd not want to happen is, like, if, if you wouldn't blame any player for going to Leicester... You know, the romantic little Leicester owned by the billionaires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, which people seem to forget. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really pleased that if I got news for you, crowbar in, because I was determined that, that somebody acknowledged the fact that it's such a romantic story. And Same with Bournemouth. To, to, think, to think it wouldn't have happened if the previous manager hadn't left because his son was sacked for filming yeah. himself and two prostitutes in a. Same with Bournemouth. They made £45 million a, yeah. losses yeah. this year. Such a romantic story. But yeah. you couldn't blame any player for going to Leicester at the moment. What I wouldn't want to see is our good players leaving for clubs in a similar situation. Yeah. Going to Newcastle if they stay up or Sunderland if they stay up. Mm. Because it, the fact is that we. we not only must we be able to compete for other players, we've got to be able to compete to keep our own players. Mm. And if we can't go back to the days when, for one of an extra five grand a week, we lose someone like Balassi or Wilf or Punch yeah. or whatever, because we, we, if we want well, to... That's, put, that's what happened after the last FA Cup. Yeah, we need... But you we know, need, when we had that season where we were third in the league and yeah. then all those great players just yeah. left. Because mm. we need... If, yeah, I'd be perfectly happy if Balassi and Zahar started next season, despite what I said earlier on about mm. Balassi not maybe being at his best. But it, at his best, he's, he's more than good enough for the Premier League. And mm. I, I, what you want is to keep those... Keep Kabai, keep punching, keep Balassi, keep Zahar, keep down one or two others and get better players in around him. So mm. I'd be disappointed if Balassi did go. I'd probably be disappointed if he went to Leicester, to be perfectly honest, in a strange sort of I mean, Champions League football is... I, I think there's going to be a lot of money on Leicester going down next season. Yeah, because people will do. It. And yeah. also, I've, I've got many. I've got a lot of friends yeah. who've already put money on Leicester going down. And if yeah. anyone can explain to me how four people having a fiver on Leicester at five thousand one has bankrupted the bookies, well, yes, it's I just astonishing it the amount of publicity they've got. It's any other race, if the five thousand one outsider won the Grand National, they'd be having sex in public. Yeah. And now it's apparently we're led to believe that. All those millions of people that put money on Man United and Liverpool, Man United, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's millions of people. Yeah, but the Leicester, how the Leicester thing plays out, it's going to be that's going to be Ranieri's toughest job, I think. Yeah, agreed. But you, I, I would think Leicester fans would be expecting better players than Balassi to come in. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Not okay, that, not that he's not a good player. No, but I think you're, yeah. winning the Premier League, Champions League, you're going to be. Yeah, going but we're for going to win the World Cup. High profile. Yeah, we will win the World Cup and the Community Shield. Yeah. Uh, right. Next question is from Tony Dobson. Hi, Tony. Hi, Hi Tony. Are you all going to wear suits to the cup final? No. Nope. Good. I might, okay. I might wear I might go smart casual. 
I might wear my birthday suit. Yeah. I'm wearing exactly the same outfit I wore to the semis. Because you've got that's your outfit. <laughs> I can't remember what I wore, but I'm yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be wearing I'm not, a I'm smile. Not, I might go. I might go situation appropriate. Really. Well, sh- shin pads and shorts. And yeah, in case I get called on. Yeah, 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 less romantic things have happened. Um, I'm not wearing a suit, no, and I'm no. not going off at half time to any award ceremonies either. Oh, yeah. Oh. Do you not think maybe you have to, to kind of yeah, keep no, going? Yeah, just to keep the finger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are a man of superstition. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, in that case, I'd better start drinking at the, in the pub, the Weatherspoons <laughs> in Victoria at nine o'clock again. <laughs> that's not happening this year. No. Uh, okay, Mark Carlton. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Says win or lose the cup final, mm-hmm. do you think we should stick with pards? If we lose the cup final, <laughs> yes, is the answer to that. By yeah, way. yeah, I think so. I can't believe it. Yeah. I know. I mean, obviously, he's joking with the question. Yeah. Well, well, I don't the, know. The only yeah. consolation that we'll have from losing the cup final is that I can see the press and the publicity now. Everyone's going to say for the first time ever, no one's left. That we'll still be. That's why I'm really hoping that if we lose, mm. twenty five thousand Palace fans will drown out the sound yeah. of United lifting the FA Cup. Oh yeah. Whereas if it's the other way around, their end will be empty within yeah. within a minute. Pardews, it's whether we would stick with Pardews material. He signed his contract now. He was waiting for the. But we all know what contract means. It means nothing. Well, I would have. Yes, I noticed the other day there's a Twitter account called Pardew Out. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that? I don't know yeah. if it's real. I don't know. I, there are people who sit around me at the um, at the match, and they'll know who they are, and who moan about Pardew on a weekly basis, yeah. saying he's tactically inept and that he doesn't know what he's doing. And they've been doing this all season. They just don't. People just do not like the guy. Yeah, they don't like him. They just don't like him. And it's you know, doesn't matter whether they win or lose, they'll still want him out. He's like a reverse Steve Kemble, where no matter how bad Kemble was, people yeah. still didn't want him because yeah. he's such a nice bloke. Yeah. I think I think James has hit, hit on a good point mm-hmm. there. There is he is because he can come across as Bruce, because he can come across as arrogant and alpha male, and I think there are a certain group of fans who don't mm-hmm. like that. But you can only I don't give a toss what, what sort of personality my manager's no. got, to be perfectly honest. And uh, he, he, win or lose in the FA Cup final, he's got us to the FA Cup final. Against Premier League opposition mm. for accepting one game, mm. you can only judge by the league table at the end of the season. And the fact is that at the start of the season, for all that we were going, anything above tenth would be great. Twelfth would be brilliant. Fourteenth would be brilliant. We could still finish twelfth. We could still finish twelfth. Twelfth is the FA Cup final. And yes, yeah. it's not bad, is it? It's pretty good in yeah. my book. And, and I, I could, I really could understand. You know, ten, twelve matches into the bad run, of course, like you can understand. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because there's not another club in the land that wouldn't start saying, "Hang on, why is the manager still?" So, of course, I can understand that. But now, no, the answer's got to be no because he's he's a he's a proven Premier League manager. Give him the chance to bring some players, and let's see what he can do with better players and a better squad, and with the money that we've got coming in. So, I think what we need to do is put that. We kind of Palace fans need to get that out of the system because it's not going to happen. Basically. I was having this conversation yeah. with yeah. Travis earlier today, who's been on the podcast. The famous one, the one everyone likes. On yeah, the, the one yeah, everyone yeah. likes, the one who talks yeah. sense yeah. and knows about football. He's got his whole life ahead of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate him for that. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's a teenager still. How shocking is that? Anyway, he was saying to me this morning, we were talking about this pod you out Twitter thing and yeah. people moaning about it. And he said to me, Dad, if we lose the FA Cup final and we haven't won a game by Christmas, then they can start moaning. But yeah, but that's, lose, a different, if, that's a different scenario, the, isn't it? The thing is, well, even if, it's if, a good scenario. Even if we, lose, if yeah. we lose the FA Cup, we're in the final. We're in the, and I know people are going to call me a hypocrite now. 
I understand that. This is the same year in which I refer to it as a Mickey Mouse tournament. I'm aware yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are aware of <laughs> my you? views on the BBC and the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we're in the final of the greatest, most prestigious cup tournament in the world. Mickey said that. Yeah. We're playing... Oh, was it Minnie? I Minnie. can't remember. It's Minnie. Minnie knows a lot more about football than she's... <laughs> she she doesn't know the offside rule, does she? <laughs> oh, come on, I was boys. joking. Oh. I was joking. Minnie Mouse, Mickey she's Mouse. She's the Jackie Oatley of the cartoon oh, world. Okay. Jackie Ellie knows more about football than anybody, by the way, just to, li- to even up yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Seventy's comments there. Okay, <laughs> okay let's move on. Uh, where were we? Greatest Cup competition. Yeah. Playing, whatever you think about Man United, we're playing one of the biggest names in world football. If not the biggest. If not the biggest. If we lose that 1-0, how would, how would you... What, what would cause you to then want the manager to be no. sad? Yeah, no, I'm it, saying they're leading yeah, up to Christmas. Exactly, yeah, I mean, it, you know, if, yeah. if, 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 God forbid, and I don't think this will happen, if we froze like Villa did a little bit and then we mm. lose 4 0, you'd be disappointed, but you still wouldn't. You still say, we got to the cup final, yeah. the, we've got all this publicity yeah. from all over the world. Mm. You know, you, you, uh, it's not, it's, it's in the nature of all football. Every club's got fans that want, yeah. want a bit more, and it comes from the right place, it comes from wanting success. Yeah. And it comes a little bit from Pardew not particularly playing the media game very well. And and it comes from experience and knowledge of the game as well. Yeah, and also, you know, Steve Koppel wouldn't have said on the pitch that players are, it's a really hard life being a... You know, it's Mm. it's because he doesn't always play the fan game, Pardew. So so I do understand why, but... We also have to fill up an hour and a half of a pod as well. Yeah, good (laughs) point, yeah. So let's, in fact, take all this, edit this last bit out. No. Let's go, no. (laughs) No. So um, I've been asking this last few weeks, and now that Palace are actually confirmed safe, obviously mathematically safe from relegation. Yes, even I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to just say the words? Do you want to say it? Yeah, we are safe. Yeah. <laughs> even even at half time, people around me go, look, look, Sunderland are losing. It's nil nil at Newcastle. I go, look, Newcastle would easy to get five in second. <laughs> right. If we ship four more in this one, then it could, we lose three nil. So. But yes, we are safe. We are safe, and I was more. I was as delighted as anybody when the that I was when the final whistle went. I was, yeah. Although it's one of those rare games where I just knew in my heart that two one's not a happy lead for me normally. I want no, four or five. But but I knew. I thought we wouldn't score more and win. But when the final whistle went, I was. So and I think that was shared by fans as well. To no, I think there was a sense of relief. I think there's so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's always any Palace fans going to have a yeah. back of their mind that until it's mathematical, mm. could oh, always happen. We've been there before. We've all been there. We know. We, we won't say the name oh, of that team, but yeah. it's happened, and we will talk about it. But Palace now 14th could finish 12th with a win against Southampton, yeah. and got to a cup final. Does that mean this season is now a success? No, because you can't. We we talked, didn't we? In January, February, say, oh yeah, maybe when the sun's out we'll look back on these dark days and laugh and there is an element of it being comical let's face it I'm, I'm trying to find a way of saying it the player of the year do that the thing that made me proudest to be the Palace fan this year is that our goalkeeper nutmegged himself at Aston Villa I'm trying to find a way of couching that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find a way of it will annoy Andy Street I said well you've made a lot of good saves but yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it, the thing it would it, it no, is it? again, I'm searching because I understand why people would say yes, that is a success. And of course, if we won the FA Cup, it's the best season we've ever had ever. But I but do we, think there's so much more we can do. Yeah, that's the thing. I think what yeah. I was trying to, what I think about it is that yes, I always thought, I, what I loved about Palace for the last sort of thirty odd years is that you know, well, they're trying to go up or we don't want to go down. Yeah, it's just yeah. Been, we've been up, down, up, down. Yeah. The last two or three years, we've been, we've got this thing now. We're almost we're almost mid table. We're one of these mid table Premier teams. I've always thought how boring that must be. 
how boring that must be to be a, mm-hmm. I don't know, a West Brom or a what? Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's not boring. Because no. what you want to do, you just want to get better. And you can still sit, we can sit it week after week yeah. after week and talk for two hours yeah. about the minutiae of our team. And we're never going to win the league. Well, hopefully, we're not going to go down. We may do. But it's, and that's what keeps us going. I think that's what keeps us going. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. And it's just, it's knowing you can always do better. No. No season will ever be a total success because yeah. you can always do better the next season. Yes, I'm, I'm very, very, very apprentice, then. Very, very, <laughs> very, very long term. The fact is, apart from Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, maybe 14 teams in the Premier League will be in the Championship again in next 20 years. 10, yeah. 20, we know that. And what you have to do is enjoy it while you can enjoy it. My worry is that if we were to finish 12th, you wouldn't want a, any level of complacency setting in. You wouldn't want people going, well, actually, you, yeah, even yeah. the Americans going, well, actually, yeah, that's not bad. Actually, 12th, fine, we could, do, we could be 8th maybe. Because at the moment, wherever we finish, I think we're going to be, we'll be third or fourth favourites to go down next year. Because we've had such a bad and, run. And you wouldn't, yeah. blame, you wouldn't blame the mm-hmm. bookies for doing yeah. that. And I would rather be in that situation as a Palace fan, because mm. I think we react better, yes. yeah. Yeah. always yeah. react better. So yeah. I know it sounds a strange negative psychology thing, but I would, I would rather see us at that end of the table. I, w- I don't want us to see us, you know, you know, fourteen to one, but hundred to one to win the title because it's not impossible. Mm. And people go, well, it won't go down. I would rather us start next season by saying, well, we've got to finish above the three teams that came up, and then see what happens. Mm. And I say that in the full expectation that we, things will happen next season. But I think what we shouldn't overlook. In, in all the arguments about Pardew and about the bad run and about the FA Cup is that we were about to start our fourth consecutive season yeah, which is pretty when, we, when we thought it was a miracle that we got two to actually have four is, mm. is fantastic it's especially amazing. for those of us who are mm. who are older who never dreamt that, that would happen no never who, who suffered not humiliation but embarrassment every time we've been in the Premier League before mm. And every time we've been in the Premier League before, we never really looked like making a fist of it. And it, it, we could have done with miraculous last day sets of results, and they never happened. But just, these are these are brilliant times for us older yeah. fans. And in a way, as a mate of mine is worried about his, his seven year old kid because he's he's you know he's, oh, all, he's, course, all he knows yeah. is Premier League, all he <laughs> exactly, knows is Premier yeah. League and Wembley. It's exactly. like it's character building. But it's, it's, I shouldn't we shouldn't forget that even if it's not been a successful season, the fact that we are we are still a club on the up, the curve is still yeah, is still so. upwards with all the new Premier League money, with the Americans money, and with the fact you only have to look at our owners compared to Villa, compared to Newcastle, compared to Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens to Sunderland. They've got to make massive change because Sunderland will go there. Sunderland don't make huge changes to their infrastructure and their playing staff. Mm-hmm. They'll go down there. They'll be in the same situation next season. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that we're, we're not. That we're not, basically. Yeah. Well, going back to what James is saying, though, fourth season in the Premier League, that is, you, I totally agree, you want to aim to do better each season. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a fourth season, it, by its very nature, is doing better, surely. Yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 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 But yeah. I think. I think I see, yes, in, yeah. yes, it has been a success. Yeah. But. It's not, it can be it, better. But it's not the success where I'm going to be at the end of the season going, yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2015, 2016, what a season! <laughs> success! It, it will if we win the cup. Well, yeah. Well, see, yes, it will be, yeah. <laughs> I suppose, conversely, you probably wouldn't be saying that if we finished ninth. If we finished one place above last season, you probably wouldn't be going, yes, yeah. what a season. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it would take in future for us to go. I don't know. I don't, well, yes, maybe. Well, maybe. But what I'd be really nice if you go right. Okay, well, let's get into Europe yeah. without winning the well, FA Cup. So you feel like there's progress. Yeah, yeah. And you see, you feel. Yeah, but other things have to improve as well. The home and Pardew, I'm pleased Pardew mentioned it, but the home oh, form's the home got form's the home form's got yeah. to change. It really's yeah. got to change. That's our third season in a row, isn't it? Really, conceding late goals so. has got to change. Yeah. yeah. 
it's yeah, scoring more scoring more goals. Is but it is. I don't want people to think that we're being negative because I'm, I'm certainly not being negative. I know that you two are. It's just, it's a positive thing. Yeah. It's just putting in a certain light. Just being a bit. Yeah, being a bit realistic. Yeah, being and ambitious. Also, let's face not, it. You know, you know, most teams, Man City fans, would rather be where we are. Mm. Arsenal fans will want to be at Wembley. There's always, yeah. you know, mm. and the fact is as well, it's so much better for us. I, I was really disappointed. What, what, when did it happen to Man City fans that suddenly not getting in the in the, in the Champions League is? A I've disaster? got some mates who are really of Man City fans since the seventies, oh. sixties, and they just, are just appalled by the way some oh. of their fans are behaving. Yeah. It was empty it's when shocking. Pellegrini went out. The man, who, the man who won yeah. them the, the title. Three trophies in three years. Three trophies in three years, and there's there about a thousand of them left for his yeah. for his thank you. And it's just, and I love Man City fans. Man that, City, that is, let's point out, that's not not all Man City. Fans. No, 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 it's not. No, I it's love not. Man City. I love Man City fans. we know Main Road. What a place Main Road used to be to go and play football. It's and it's the same with a lot of Arsenal fans. It's just. When, when did that happen? It wasn't enough. Yeah. They've got Pep Guardiola coming to manage their team next year. Yeah. He's going to bring some of the best players in the world. And they're, and they're still not out of it. They could still get in the Champions mm-hmm. League. But they've disappeared. They, but it's like, I was astonished. And that's and again, it's like, if Man United win the FA Cup, it won't mean anywhere near as, as much to their fans as it will mean to us. Yeah. It simply won't. And that's why just rejoicing the fact that we support Palace and rejoicing the fact that our season... Isn't finished yet. Not because we're in the playoffs, yeah. but because yeah. we're in the FA Cup final. <laughs> it's fantastic. We've got whatever happens between now and Wembley. We just got to go. Oh, it's not a nuisance going to Wembley. It's the best thing that could possibly happen. It's fantastic. We've been to Wembley three times in three I know, years. But even then, it's yeah. still even so. Bad, I want to go back for the Community Shield. I want. Yeah. I never want to get fed up with it. But yeah. I, we just have to go. We're in the FA Cup. I, don't final. I think Palace fans are a group of fans that will always, always make it an occasion. We always have to, appreciate we, it. Yeah, we, yeah. I think what I'm saying is that we have to remember that now that we yeah. said that, and we have to yeah. remind Palace fans. Yeah. That we're, we're like that. And I don't think those these days will come often enough for no. us to get no. complacent. But, no, <laughs> but, I, I, but I think Man City fans would have said that five, six years ago. Yeah. yeah, I, just, yeah. I, yeah. I, I really feel sorry, you know, saying this on a palace, I feel sorry for the real Man City fans. There's yeah. a lot of them yeah. who were just, I, I, I know some of them who just got their head in their hands just going, what the, you know, our club is turning to what? What it, yeah, yeah. Be, what it shouldn't be, and we—they yeah, yeah. were always a team that was that will never up to that team. Yeah, yeah. the the whatever else. They always seen that quite a nice, quite a connection with Palace at times, didn't they? Late eighties, well, early nineties. Well, 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 before yeah, the FA Cup final, before the FA Cup final in nineteen ninety, was yeah. the last home game was against them. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. always been there was always that thing with I got a lot of mates with City fans. There was always that connection because we're, we're clubs who chose the wrong team in the city. You know, for for years, you know, yeah. we didn't. We could have chosen Arsenal, and Chelsea, also, but we didn't. They could manager, have chosen Man United. Yeah. Manager Malcolm Allison. Malcolm, Malcolm Allison. Okay, Steve Koppel for twenty eight hours. Yeah. Half an hour. Um, final question then is: Is it uh, about the playoffs? No, it's about it's about cup final. It's from. That's uh, one thing I had to explain to my mate Ash on Saturday when, because there were a couple of TVs on in the pub. He was happy as Larry wandering around watching, but. I had to explain why the whole place went absolutely crackers at the end of the middle of the Brighton game. <laughs> it's, going, it's a draw, what's going on here? Well, okay, just, right, sit, sit down. Just sit down here for a moment. I'll give you a little lesson. <laughs> um, it's from uh, your mate Chris Chapman. Oh, oh Chirp, Chirpy. All right, Chirpy. Chris. Um, he says, Adamski was number one on the 12th of May, 1990. Yes, he was. With? with? Uh, oh, no, I know this because I was with the Crystals. They're rehearsing a special crikey. Solid, no, what was it? I can't remember. Oh. Begins with K? 
Killer. 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 Correct. Well done, Chris. Uh, Chris says... It's not uh, like Chris. He's no new, new romantic normally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this a Chris I met on the train? This is Chris you met on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's very, very funny that, man. That music very that funny man. Music connection. Yeah. Uh, he says... He's the world's leading expert on uh, Mijua and Ultravox. Mijua. Mijua. To be honest, that means nothing to me. If you ever... Oh, it means nothing to me. Do you see what he did? Very good. Very good. You know what? You should be a comedian. Maybe not. Anybody... Yeah, that's what a lot of his audience say. If you're ever on, anybody listening is on Pointless or anything that needs phone a friend on Ultravox, give, <laughs> oh, Chris, good. give Chris a ring. Good, I did not know that about Chris. Uh, he says, uh, Adamski obviously will not be in the charts this time. Yeah. Obviously, is that a good omen for the FA Cup? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant question, doesn't yeah. even need an answer, Chris. Very good. Very uh, okay, good. And has there been any further news on our FA Cup song? Because there was definitely going to be one a week ago. Now uh, it seems to I've not heard anything. No, I have no idea. No, there was one. Um, uh, there was a Palace song released by Yannick's brother or Yannick's cousin. A rap, rap theme song last week, but I don't think no. it's official or anything. Right. So maybe that's it. Who knows? Uh, right, moving on to part three, where we're going to do a quick in this There's week. More? Yeah, yeah, we're going to go back in time for in this week uh, in part three, which is after this break. Yes, listeners, it's the... Hang on. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan podcast. Hey! Hey! hey. Oh, come on, hey, We're still here. It's yeah. hard to tell when you've really started or not, because the people at home won't have heard the... It will sound seamless to them, because yeah. they won't have heard the two bits you've had to cut yeah. out. Yeah, and the little full starts, but that's, yeah. that's radio. It's not radio. That's podcasts. Um, Similar. That's a classic partridge. That's yeah. a podcast. Oh, it was a bit, wasn't it? Um... We are sponsored by Vector Printing. We print in whatever we need. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector Weather. Okay. JCS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I did already. (laughs) Good. You should do that more often. That's good. Um, It's in this week. Um, Guys, there's so many big games. So many big games of Palace down the years in this week. Oh, it being the last week of the season. Yeah, it's it's weird that, isn't it? I know. You get a big game at the end of the season. It's, sh- it's a shame. We should almost we should almost do I don't know separate pods than these. But obviously, twelfth of May, nineteen ninety, FA Cup final. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, we drew three all. Yeah, big yeah, game. Move on. Big game. Big game. And big, big, big deal. <sighs> move on. Next Huge. one. That was twelfth of May. Uh, okay. Twelfth of never, mate. Donny Osmond. Eleven. <laughs> Donny Osmond. Twelfth of never. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Google it. I don't want to. I did a quiz show with Donny Osmond. Did you? Yeah. Nice fella. Yeah. Mm. Not much sense of humour about. Crazy, no. crazy horses and crazy horses. Mormonism, puppy love. Oh, and there's also the song we do with his sister called um, Paper Roses. Paper Roses, yeah, Maria, yeah, Maria, uh, Maria, Maria, yeah, yeah. yeah Slightly Maria. sinister song they did together, yeah. Paper, yeah, very clear. Paper mm. Roses. That they were only Paper Roses, that was it. Yeah, true, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, this is good, this is good. I'm going to go back to 1970. See, people at home will think, why are we doing that? It's because he drifted off into yeah, exactly. rebel, so and we, we were feeling this silence. And we're trying to keep people listening. Yeah. I'm going to go back to 1979. Oh, okay. obviously. Which could be 1973 with Paper well, Roses. Yeah. Okay, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it in the 70s. Yeah. The Brighton Argus, oh. on the, the 10th of May, so Thursday 10th, yeah, yeah. optimistically reported... <laughs> What? Can you remember? Those that they were going up. Yeah. Because we, uh, I believe they were in an aeroplane when they found out, weren't they? Because, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pallet, we, memory man here. Yeah. Which yeah. We beat, we beat, um, uh, memory man here. We beat, <laughs> oh, we beat Blackwood what? on the, uh, uh, Friday night. Yeah. In front of 52,000 people. Which Burnley. Meant, uh, Burnley. Burnley. Yeah. Burnley on the, um, front of 52,000 people, which meant that Brighton, 
hadn't gone up or hadn't gone up as champions. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they, they hadn't gone champions. up as champions. Yeah. It's in the Argus. It said champagne will yeah. be flowing at thirty thousand feet above America tomorrow as the seagulls Ooh. celebrate being South Division champions. <laughs> it, 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 turned, division, it turned out that the pilot of the plane was a Palace fan and was only too happy to tell them the news. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So oh, they announced fantastic. they announced it because obviously in those days it's, it's before. Yeah, yeah. yeah playing mobile yeah, iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the pilot came over the edge and said, "They've got some news for the bright players, and they were getting ready to the champagne." Really? Crystal Palace won two 0 oh. Amazing! And he started singing, "Who's up, Peter Wall?" Who's up, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> wow! I wonder who that pilot was. Uh, well done to that man. The manager was he was out. Lucky manager two years later. Mm. Um, correct. So obviously, yeah. Friday the next day, Friday the eleventh, yeah. uh, Palace won two 0 against Burnley. 51,482 people. Well, that's the official figure. Yeah, they reckon probably much more than that. Um, another, I mean, yeah, okay. Another game where there was a capacity crowd, 28,000, was the 8th of May 1994. Ooh. What was that game famous for or well remembered for at Palace? 94. Sunday, the 8th of May, 94. Oh, was that our first win? No. 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 We would have been Premier League. It was the last game of the season. We weren't Premier League. Oh. We played Watford. Oh, it's the end of the Homesdale. End of the Homesdale. Oh, really? The, oh, la- the last stand. Yeah. yeah. I was there. I was yeah. stood on it. Yeah, me too. I yeah, I, I got a photograph of the top of my stand. I should remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. In, 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 was not, is it 1994? 94, yeah. 22 years ago. Jeez. Um, wow. In Classic Palace uh, tradition, I still you know what the score was? Yeah, we mm. lost. 2 0 Watford, yeah. Yeah, of course. Classic. Classic Palace. But yeah, 28,000 people on that one. Well, the Holesdale. Yeah. Well, I mean, it felt like it, didn't it? There was a yeah. lot, lot of people on there. Well, you would have been much smaller then, so it would have felt it would like... Look, it would have looked a lot bigger to you. I remember, I must have been about... Eight, uh, how old was I? Which ten. I was know, ten. Really? I was No, just about to turn ten. I remember being down the front. All the kids got pushed down the front, and we all had balloons and all sorts of stuff. So I remember all the kids, because it was difficult to see if you were that small. Yeah, I, was a small I was a small kid at the we time. We had balloons, mate. Mm, yeah. Just yeah. a kid. We were banging the balloons, mate. Uh, I remember it. It was good. That was the only time I ever stood on the, on the Holmesdale. Terrace. Really? It was only my second or third game, I think. So. Mm. Um, you decided you didn't like standing. It wasn't, I, wasn't for you, little Lord Fauntleroy. I like standing. <laughs> stand it away games. Shall we bring we bring, bring back standing? It's a Thoughts debate for another pod, but yeah. I, having been to a football game in Germany last week, I think safe, I'm, I'm all for safe standing. Hmm. And I know it's a sensitive issue, especially with the results of the Hillsborough Inquiry recently, but mm-hmm. I think if it's properly managed, I think just from an economic and financial point of view, Clubs should have much cheaper ways for people to get into football grounds, and standing is mm. is one way to do it. And I think most clubs would tell you they would welcome a standing area in terms of atmosphere. And yeah. Well, if, it, if Germany can prove it can be done, then you know why it can't can be done. done it can be done. I, I think it's it's. I think it's it, for reasons that are entirely understandable. It will probably be a couple of years before the debate can be had fully here, and that's yeah, fair enough. that's fair enough. But yes, I would be in favour of it. Okay, good. Well, I'm in favour of us wrapping up part three and going into part four. If the only four. reason you asked the question whether you're in favour was to say you could say I'm in favour no. and shame on you. No. Yeah. Shame on would you. I, would I do Daily. that? Would yes, I do you would that? do that. Too posh to stand just, up at football. It was, I like standing at football. Well, you can't well, You're blocking somebody else's view, so don't. To be, no, we're actually asking, no, he's not, because there aren't that many people in his box. Oh, fair point. I. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a... Oh, I once went in on a bus at Sellers when they were terrible. Do you remember back in the day they used to be 
basically no so no. we've never been, well, in, never been in it mate no anyway quite a few times yeah, that's great yeah, I love it really really good. Good. brilliant yeah. well that's that's completely ruined the outro of that part yeah. but that's fine I'm going to cut good. it off right 180 just because you don't want people to know about the FYP box I mean if, imagine if there was an FYP box imagine, imagine. just imagine um, there isn't just to confirm uh, right that's the end of part 3 ending now Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan podcast. Hey, hey, yes. Pod 180. Ooh, wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa yep. Whoa. You gonna do it? Whoa. Go on, boys. Get out of your system. Come on. 180. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a late night jazz version. Um, we are sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your printing embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector Weather. Okay, okay. JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. You can do the whole of this part like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Southampton away. Last game of the season. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. last league game of the season. Yeah, yeah. great. Okay, I'm going to have to boost your microphone if you're going to actually... <laughs> you going to do it? Okay. Yep. Good. Okay. Well, I might do it as well then. Fine. You always do it. So we're doing the homage yeah, to you. Yeah. Thanks, just want to be with you. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Just want to be with you. We'll live in Cheshire. Good. I want to. I want to sit yeah. down. I'm actually buying a house, Jeffrey. So, are you? Are you, you what? <laughs> going to be there for a while. So. Yeah. I might start doing my stuff. That's why Andy Street's not here. Yeah, yeah. he'd be furious when he is. You need some conveyancing done. So I, would, no, I would never trust Andy Street to do anything. Would <laughs> yeah. Legal. Um, Southampton away is our last game of the season. Yeah. Dwight Gale um, starting. We know that already. Well, I got a question from. Is he? Do we know that? I thought you said today in the interview. Dwight Gale was. I'm going to start him against Southampton and if he scores two goals again I've got a real problem well fair enough and that is a problem that, that he would I've gone to that's a problem that he would would want yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my voice yeah. down um, but I've had a question from yeah. David Manley hi David hi David I, I Manley could do, I could do late night radio mm, I think I no could, you couldn't could it's the first time you've got to use the word Manley without smiling <laughs> <laughs> very good um, Manley <laughs> says special comedian yeah okay, okay. yeah hi, well, David he Maybe says, you should write for people, Kevin. I don't know. I don't know. If it all goes wrong for you being a, a podcast um, guest. Yeah, well, if I got news for you when I BAFTA last night, I didn't yeah. get invited to that one. Yeah. 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 What's all that about? Really? It's bang out of order. Writers don't normally get, they invite one right. Okay. Well, should be you. Anyway, Mr. Manley says, uh, should we be using the Saints game to play the likes of Kai Kai, Baitang, Speroni, or really try to ensure that we get 14th or even 12th? That's a really interesting question, actually. And I'll, I'll be very interested to see what the, the lineup's going to be. The lineup is going to be. I suspect Zaha won't start. But I don't. Well, you, you're telling me he's not even going to start. Well, I don't, don't, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm worried about that, and I'm worried that that's why Gail's been talked up. I, I think there are a lot of managers, maybe more old school managers, who say you should. Yeah, you can have an accident bending down in the fridge at home, mm. and you should play players. Mm. keep them match fit keep them sharp I suspect that won't happen I think I think as there's nothing on the game I don't think apart from a few million quid well, well let's be honest well, that's which true, you know, you know, if you end up 12th rather than 14th it's probably worth about 4 or 5 mm. million yeah, quid but, but if we were playing Newcastle for example and both Newcastle oh, and yeah. had to win then it's yeah. more, it would be morally beholden on us to play a 14th yeah, of course yeah I'd I, I suspect Southampton might use it as an opportunity to blood some young players. I don't know. I, I would be really. I think it's interesting that 
he said he's definitely playing Gale mm. and considering we've spoken about nothing but Gale possibly playing in the cup final then he's clearly happy to risk Gale but I, I think uh, I think the back five will start I don't, I don't think there'll be any no, I don't, I think which again begs the question if they're happy to start with the same back five why not the rest why, of the team, the rest of the team I mean team, although so, I guess yeah. it depends on you were saying you know Kabai picked up a knot and Nedley picked up a lot so there yeah, might yeah, be those kind of guys yeah, might be yeah. Southampton are actually sixth so um, they could finish so UEFA they, it goes down to seventh so could uh, they get into the UEFA it goes down to seventh does Europa it yeah, yeah. Is it, what is it like? I think they're whatever they call it these days Europa League uh, West Ham are a point behind them in seventh uh, and they're two points ahead of Liverpool in eighth so well, so that means they have something to play for so yeah, I guess they, I guess yeah, they yeah, might yeah, well, yeah, no, look they do they do okay, yeah, so yeah, you're not guessing they do they no do, yeah. I mean I guess they might then go for a stronger oh yeah sorry to let you finish your sentence well yeah so but I I think we should go out there and play them I'd be resting a lot of players and, and to honest, I don't think we will we saw what happened at Old Trafford when we did when we were really lucky to get away with 2-0 mm. and that was at a time I suppose you, mind you I suppose if he was going to do it then when we still needed points he'd be happy to do it now but yeah. I'd be really interested to see a lot the other thing is as well if you're going to play Gale and say right you've got another chance to impress me then that's not fair if he's starting with Kai Kai and somebody else and not you know if you're not because Gale's, Gale's got less chance, you imagine, to score if he's got two or three other fringe players yeah, around him. Yeah, that's true. If he's got Chung Yong Lee and Salih Kaiko, no disrespect to either of those players. Is he really going to be playing you, Chung Lee? I would. Mm, I doubt it. I don't think we're going to see him again, are we? He Palace. wasn't the pitch at half time. Oh, the, the, the end of the game. game. Yeah, it was yeah, the end yeah. of the game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was but I mean, in a, play, in a playing capacity, I think. It was, yeah. it was, only, it was on his own. Nobody was talking to him. <laughs> Again, he's one of those players that you, if we want to improve next season, he's yeah. higher on the list of people that. Kai Kai's a good energy shout because he it, has been they, recalled. They brought yeah. Kai Kai, you did say last week, oh, he might be involved. He had hinted. So I, I, I think Boateng would have been called back as well had Plymouth not been in the uh, playoffs. Okay. From what I can gather. Yeah. So, I mean, you wouldn't be upset at seeing. Someone like Kai could get a chance to see mm. what they could do. He's earned it. He's certainly earned it. Oh, without a doubt, scoring, it's, it's, it doesn't necessarily prove mean that you're going to score goals because you scored goals for Shrewsbury. But it, I, I would find it odd. I think Gay would find it odd as well if he's suddenly put into the reserve team and said, right, here's your chance to get your Wembley spot, score yeah. two goals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'd be surprised, even if he's a half fit, I'd be surprised if he starts next week, to be perfectly honest. I think he'll go, I think Pardew will go for a, a stronger team as he's. Able to pick, personally, yeah. I think. I think so. Depending on injuries and, and stuff. I I said on earlier pods that I think you know we need to go into you need to go into these games with a bit of momentum. Yeah, uh, but saying that, saying that, I'm now I'm going to go back on that a little bit. We've got one game to go. Yeah. And I, are you telling me that if let's say Wilf and a couple of others don't play, are they not going to be up for the final? Of course they are. No, I think the if they're injured, then you don't play them. But well, I think otherwise yeah. you. I, I agree with the momentum thing. You, the other yeah. thing is you just don't want to pick up injuries before. The well, I think I think sometimes though, there's a self fulfilling prophecy with that injury thing because you put you put players in, and because they're worried about getting injured, they don't go into tackles properly and they get injured. So I, th- I yeah. think yeah, yeah. I think you go the whole hog. Either put your first team in and say just play a normal game as much as you can, yeah. or play as many as as you can get. I mean, let, to bearing in mind that the Premier League will be slightly cross would ask questions if you. Drop six or seven, yeah. Which he's not going to do that. Which, no, he's not. He's not. Well, that's, that's what I mean. I don't think the back five will change at all. No, he's, no. he's not going to suddenly get sentimental or put Spironi in for no. for Hennessy at this stage of the game. Southampton are a really good team. Well, he did say, didn't he? He did said a few weeks ago. I want to. Jules is only what one behind Nigel Martin now. I think, and he said, I want to help him make that 
you know, crossed really? that line. Yeah, he said that two week, two or three weeks ago after he played him against United. Well, in which case, Spurdy might come on five minutes for the end. Then I don't know. But yeah, it's a weird thing to say, though, isn't it? That's when you haven't played him all season. Yeah. yeah. I, when you could have played him in, you know, a League Cup game or something. I think the back five yeah, exactly. of people you would want playing. Yeah. The week before the cup final, yeah. they're, they're, they're the people yeah. you want. You definitely want them playing. Yeah, yeah. But again, it will be fascinating to see what. Prediction. I don't think he would. I don't think he'll risk a buy unless he's anything other than. No, I think MacArthur will probably start. Jednet. I think MacArthur needs to start just for match fitness because he's still, even though he looked perfectly fit on Saturday, it's still mm. what do they say? You have to get it into your legs, or whatever it is. Because well, he's only his third or fourth game yeah. back, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, his first full game back. He's subbed. He needs to get it into his legs. Yeah, yeah that's what that's it, the yeah. expression. One of those expressions they use: you get it into your legs. Yeah, just get it in. Yeah. Uh, prediction it's like then. the first 10 yards being up in your head yeah, yeah. yeah. just get it in your legs mate get it in your legs it's slow isn't it yeah it's like Brighty's say with first 10 yards in your head yeah. well we'll try and catch up with Ian right then because he's <laughs> his first 10 yards on the pitch that's why he's scoring more goals than you prediction yes 4 all. <laughs> good well do you know I, I don't think that's as ludicrous <laughs> as it sounds really I, I would I would, I would go 3-2 <laughs> Okay. I, I, three two to Southampton. Yeah. Wow, dangerous. Yeah. We've got go, a good record down go there. He's obviously got a score draw written all over it. Four yeah. all. We've go got a good record down there. Remember? Yeah, we have. We beat beat yeah. in the FA Cup, didn't we? we? Yeah. yeah. Um, Two years running. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Brilliant. That's well, that it. Came out of the blue. What happened? To, what happened to on a on a what? talking of Southampton? Yeah. Well, that was oh, it. We did. We just. Are we having yeah. another pod before the final? Normally, you go talking of Southampton. They used to play at the Dell, and this Dell yeah, computer is telling me that it's yeah. time to finish the. And, and I'm just going to oh, go what you mean, the new uh, Dell album. Yeah, you know, we crowbar something uh, in as a. No, it's no. We've they've had enough crowbarring. It's uh, it's time to wrap up. Oh, it's they now. They. Now you've used them. Are we doing a pod before the final? Yes. I mean, I was going to mention that, but you know, speaking speaking of before the final, there's been. I almost wish I hadn't mentioned it, but there's been so much interest in this drink for overseas fans and yeah. Palace fans coming down from other parts of the country, and so many of them said we're not getting into Friday morning. Yeah. So I think we we're going to announce. Certain people are looking for various venues. So I think it's going to be on the Friday night. Okay. It's definitely going to happen. Right on the Friday. It'll be on the Friday night. Because Rather so many people are, are getting into the Friday morning. Well, I was actually going to suggest that to you. My yeah. friend Mark, my friend Friday. Mark and his boys coming from Madrid—they're not arriving until about eleven o'clock on Friday night. Well, so so straight, so straight to pub. So that's that's them yeah. out. That's that that. Yeah. that well, we can't do it Saturday I, morning, can we? I won't invite them. <laughs> I just want to invite them. Yeah. Well, we're not going. Yeah, we're not going to do. Well, it they're not, not invited. It's just a, no, well, it, the fact is, it'll just well, be. We might by, still be there. Not invited because they're not to come. By eleven o'clock at night, it will be Andy Street and Neil the Fish. Yeah. Telling each other they love each other. So yeah. if you want to join in with that, that's fine. But, we love yeah. Uh, but yes, so it'll be Should we make it for Should we make it Yes, because it has been. Well, should we do it early doors, like five or something? Yeah, I think we. I think. Well, enough. Yeah, early enough so that people can, if they want to, people can come go early. Leave, yeah. yeah. And we'll be around, don't we? To, yeah, yeah. Where, where are we doing this, JD? It was well. Yeah, we, it had previously place. been at the old Thames side in. Yeah, I think. by the Golden by, Hind. By the Golden Hind. Somewhere, but we'll find somewhere. But we'll announce it. Yeah, we'll announce it. We'll announce it on Twitter. And but stuff. it's really nice that people, so many people have said they want to. Yeah, which well, is nice that people are making the effort to come over for the final and people are really. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot have of we had any news from our Australian friends yet whether they're coming over? Oh, we have from Martin and, yeah, and Megan. Australian married couple? We haven't. We haven't. Right. So they're still discussing know. it, aren't they? They're still, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think They're not coming on Well, let us know, Martin and Megan. Let us yeah. know if you are coming. But to we'll the announce camp. it. Uh, we'll announce it this next, week. Yeah, yeah, 
ASAP. Yeah. But we're, we're, there will be a pod before. Well, there is going to be a pod, and okay. uh, to, to leave this pod on a, on a bit of a cliffhanger, um, we've got a very special guest Ooh. for our FA Cup final Ooh. pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. So, that will, I know, actually. That I, is going to be... I didn't know Peter Simpson was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> really, coming there. Uh, so is that John Burridge? Is it John no, Burridge? going to be a great... <laughs> not Mark Hughes. <laughs> Um, yes, we Alex do, yeah. So we do have a very special FA Cup final Ooh, pod. Oh, I wonder who uh, it is. No, I think we could. No, no, hang on. No, no, no. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but no. given the previous history of this pod, when we have sometimes announced less than exciting, I think we can say it's somebody who's been playing recently for the play. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's what, in the last 20 years. Well, hang on. When have we announced the pod and not flown through? Because well, some people are not as excited about Steve Browett being a special guest as others, for example. Yeah. Because we who? give it. Steve, exactly. Darts, little darts player fella. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we give it. I think people. 180! This, this is a proper special guest. This I mean, Steve is, like, is going to be on it as well. Yeah, Steve's on it as well, which is great. <laughs> oh, no, it's brilliant. Oh, Steve Browett's no. No, on it, which is great. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there is but also... What we're not saying is it's not Rob Sutherland, for example. You know. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> There's a lot of people thinking that, you know. Yeah. No, um, we're doing yeah, a, a we pod with there. Steve, and Steve is bringing on a very special guest, and it is well worth... Uh, Watching out for. Let's, I'm sure you're going to find out. He's bringing on one of the country's top wide merchants. Is that enough? Am I sporting now? Yeah. Get you out. Anyway, so we'll see you next week for that very special Ever Cup final podcast. Until then, uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. las especies más peculiares del mundo latino es el Padreus Protectorus, que vive colgado encima de sus hijos como un koala. Vamos contigo por si le pasa algo a tu auto. Mamá, voy a estar bien. Pero este instinto sobreprotector se está extinguiendo, porque State Farm está ahí las 24 horas y los necesitas. Así que los padres finalmente están soltando a sus hijos a la naturaleza. Nos mandas fotos. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Llama para obtener una cotización hoy. Social Podcast Network.